Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. I had the opportunity to talk to my father a couple of days ago. I very rarely speak to my father, actually. It's not because we don't get along. It's just because we live in different parts of the world. He lives in Hong Kong. I live in California. And the time zones and this kind of stuff don't usually mesh. But when I have a chance to talk to my father for an extended period of time, I talk to him for about an hour this time. I always like to talk to him about political analysis. My father professionally is a sociologist. He's taught political science. He's had some background in economics. He's got a lot of different perspectives on things. And I really enjoy talking to him about political things because he's one of the few people who's had a certain level of political education. And I know I can have a decent conversation with him with a degree of analysis that I just don't find in the natural world. I talk periodically about starting a political podcast. If I was to start a political podcast, it would be with the basis of my father's not necessarily teachings, but just explorations. I mean, obviously, as a small boy growing up, going to union meetings and being around union leaders, because my father was doing a study at the time of kind of post-Marxist unions, had shaped a certain element of my childhood. I mean, certainly associated with the perception of the common good and these kind of things. I mean, obviously, in my late teens, I observed more of the heavy corruption and other things associated with union leaders. I befriended a union leader's son and spent quite a bit of time in his presence. But the opportunity to talk with my father most recently was mainly to talk about the curiosity about how the Democrats under Hillary Clinton have moved further right than the Republicans under Donald Trump. And it really is very curious, actually, how Democrats, card-carrying Democrats who've used terms like progressive and things like this, can actually talk about the modern Democratic Party. I mean, the only issue, perhaps, that the Democrats really have any discourse about seems to be associated with abortion rights. And actually, under the Republicans, certainly on a state-by-state basis, abortion rights have been eroded. And when the Democrats get back in power, they don't seem to return abortion rights. I mean, there are a small number of social justice issues where the Democrats might be able to distinguish themselves from Republicans. But in general, particularly associated with banks, the military, just general social repression, these kind of things, the Democrats are well more advanced than the Republicans on these kind of things. It's just quite extraordinary what the Democratic Party has become under Obama and under Clinton. Well, under both Clintons and under Obama. This kind of neoliberalism, which is ultimately just a form of neoconservatism in some light, all very, very curious. So talking with my father, he asked what I thought of Jill Stein, what I thought of the Greens in the US. And I said, well, you know, I used to find the Greens very interesting when they talk about like abolishing the prison system, for example. I mean, the Greens used to have a really quite radical social platform, which was actually quite conceptually fascinating because in some issues, they were even more radicalized than my general perspective. So it was always great to play a thought experiment associated with the Greens. But under Stein, the Greens have become considerably more mainstream. They kind of sit comfortably in the unauthoritarian section below Bernie Sanders. I mean, Sanders basically was just a centrist on so many things. But Jill Stein also has some curious views associated with technology and other things. And really, I don't feel like I need to support a political party in the US. But out of the political parties that are available, certainly the Greens and to a lesser extent the Libertarians, they're at least in my social hemisphere, for want of a better term, at least being unauthoritarian. And Stein's platforms are probably the least offensive of anyone that I see in the American political, I wouldn't even say political establishment, let's just say the folks that call themselves political parties in the US. 
So what stops me from supporting Stein? Well, there's still a good half-hemisphere between Stein and my views. I think the Greens, as they move to kind of centrist position, which seems to be the direction that they're heading, are desperately trying to move in a direction which makes them similar, at least in popular terms, to the libertarian third-party cohorts. I would genuinely like to see a debate with the four parties. I don't think it would ever happen because of the way the debating system is contrived, mainly by the Democrats, but also with a kind of lip service given by the Republicans. And at the end of the day, I think this would show dramatically how similar the Republicans and the Democrats really were in a number of issues, which goes against the whole kind of, oh no, we're com- in completely different worlds. There's nothing similar between Republicans and Democrats. You know, all this stuff is rather boring. As I said to my father, I really don't like talking about US politics anymore. I don't find it edifying in any way. The only political observations I can make is just how curious it is that the Democrats are now to the right of the Republicans. And that probably indicates also just the inability to find intellectually, politically compatible folks to discourse with. Even my conversations with Heron Stone identify that he supports the Democrats as they oppose Trump, which seems to me to be a very curious mindset. But to this end, probably no political podcast in the near future, maybe after the elections, maybe when there's more stuff to be analysed in that light. But it's nice to find another person, another soul out there that I can have a decent political conversation with and explore issues like Syrian NGOs and how they're still collecting relatively good information on the death toll in Syria, and also how the industrial military complex has just crept through every aspect of our day-to-day lives. Tom Barbelay in San Jose, signing out.